0: G'day, friends, and welcome to Happy Days. This is your pal, Jesse, on the mic, thanking each and every single one of you for taking the time to listen to this little podcast, proudly brought to you by my very own Freak Productions. Go to www.frwkproductions.com and support the cause, supporting my creative journey, where you can find my novels, my comic book series like Freakenstein, as well as the upcoming Furious comic book, and uh, various other creative works. Uh, I really appreciate everyone taking the time to listen to the show. It means the world to me, seriously. Um, I'm loving seeing uh, more and more people listening to the show week in, week out. That's fantastic. Um, I'm hoping, if anything, rather than the numbers of people listening, that more and more people are getting inspired by these incredible stories and incredible human beings. Um This week's episode is a good one. It's a return episode. I love these return episodes because it's always a joy to have a follow-up episode with uh, people that I admire and respect. And my guest this week is no exception. Matt Karp is an absolute gun of an author who uh, is dedicated to writing music biographies about The bands he loves, but uh, the music he loves. And uh, his current book is all about Korn. And it's a great in-depth examination of all their albums, even their demos prior to their commercial um, debut, as well as various side projects, soundtrack work, all that stuff. It's all covered in the book and um, I read it cover to cover, absolutely enjoyed it, and uh, it drove me back to listen to all these albums in meticulous detail, just because the examination of every song on every album was just so well written from a personal fan perspective as well as a critical standpoint. Um, It's just amazing that people like Matt do things like this. It's so cool, and uh, I highly encourage everyone to get out there and grab a copy because it's well worth it, especially if you love corn. His upcoming book, uh, should be out around time of this recording, is an in-depth examination of the band Tool and their discography. That will no doubt be a stellar read. Um, He also has another book coming out in October based on Faith No More. So no doubt we'll do a follow-up episode uh close to that time period to you know talk about the tool book a bit and as well as the Faith No More book. So yeah, some cool stuff there. Uh it's just great and inspiring to, you know, be able to speak to someone like Matt who is a passionate fan but uh doing a great service for the music industry, that's for sure. Uh even though, you know, he admits it himself, these books are by no means official capacity published novels. Uh, endorsed by the bands themselves But they're certainly Great for the fans And uh, you know I think, it's, uh, I think it's important That we have these books To remind us how much We love these bands And remind us of the awesomeness Of the music that these bands give us So uh, yeah We have a good little catch up It's just a good fun light hearted chat So without further ado Enjoy my conversation with my good pal Matt Carp. Over there in the UK, here on Happy Days. Good, good. How are you, sir? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Just
1: chilling today. i have got to, I'm on holiday three weeks, so this is week two.
0: Oh, mate, what have you what have you been doing on your break, mate?
1: Uh, well, not too much at the minute. I've just today started getting into a bit of writing again for mm. an idea for another book. But uh, nice yeah, not not too much. I've been trying to get another one done, but yep, yeah, been a it bit disappointed great. with myself. A little bit not as proactive at the moment. But there we oh,
0: are. Look, it happens to us, doesn't it? Like, I mean, as a writer, you sort of you, you hit a bit of a stride. You you get some ideas down. You think all is well and all guns blazing, and then all of a sudden that good old creative brick wall just slams you in the face.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've been in our new house now three months, I think. So I'm still enjoying just literally sitting there, listening to vinyl or whatever as well. So, but yeah, we'll get back to it. No doubt.
0: Good on you, mate. Good on you. Well, mate, it's, uh, it's great to have you back on the show. It's been a minute since we talked and, um, yeah, man, it's a pleasure to have you back.
1: Yeah, man. I always appreciate you, um, inviting me on again and again. And, um, yeah, yeah, let's dude. talk music and writing and whatever.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I I, I wanted to uh, quiz you real quick about well, basically for the basis of the episode, I wanted to talk to you about the the corn book that you released a, a while back. Yeah. Because um, I I finished it and I loved it. Um, just such a a well written read. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it from cover to cover, and it got me sort of. Falling in love all over again. Not that I wasn't in love, but just got me really going back to you know some of those early Corn recordings. And um, thanks to you, I went and discovered you know Niedermeyer's Flask demos and just some stuff that I hadn't heard before. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, Matt, Matt's kicked another goal."
1: Hmm. Thanks, man. Yeah, obviously those uh, the idea of those books are to be as in depth and to to focus on every track. Uh, the Mm. band in focus has done whether it's the the album tracks eps b-sides and release material so uh, Mm. yeah i had to really dig deep i mean i've always been a big corn fan anyway but um, you still have to rely on the internet to to go through and try and find perhaps the odd track that you may not have been aware that they recorded or you know put out so um yeah i think i got most of them if well if not all of them
0: i reckon you did mate you did and like this is a this is a great uh follow-on discussion after you know the last time we talked we talked about your new metal the definitive um biography which was a fucking masterful read as well Um, definitive guide and uh yeah again you know like i'll put a link to your books on the but uh yeah i mean i encourage anyone that loves new metal or just metal in general to pick that one up because it's such a good read but uh this corn book is fucking yeah, next level, man. Because I don't know, it, it's it's really written from a fan perspective, with, but with a bit more graphic detail about the songs and the you know your opinion of the just the analogy of each.
1: Yeah, I mean those books. I guess we've got whether you're writing it as a fan, um, or you're not going to write a book on a band you don't like. But um, mm. I've also tried to make it like a critical analysis. Mm-hmm. So um, as if people are listening that perhaps have read the book, there'll be a, perhaps a little bit less um, positivity, I guess, around some of the songs, perhaps in that, that moment yeah. of like the Corn the 3 album, The Untitled. I mean, I've gone back and listened to them again. and I, I do like a lot of the songs on those albums, but yeah. obviously that was the the period of the band where perhaps they was on a slight lull. They'd lost mm. head, of course. Dave Silveri had left on the drums. So they was trying to bring in some new sounds um, and obviously the dubstep the dubstep album was, um, is still uh, my, uh, my, 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 least favorite of corns, I guess. But um, yeah. yeah, it is um, obviously that the, luckily they've got a lot more great material than they yeah. have uh, average stuff.
0: Absolutely, man. Uh, I, I feel like they're the kind of band that's not going to go away anytime soon. And you know, right, rightfully so. Cause I mean, I don't know, the they're not afraid to take risks in their music, you know, and uh, you got to respect that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the last two albums, especially the, um, or three, the Serenity of mm. Suffering, the Nothing, and then Requiem that they put out earlier this year. Yeah. There was only nine songs on there, but it was quantity, mm. uh, quality over quantity. I thought the, yes. the heaviness has come back. Um, they still rely on a little bit of that ele- electronic touch that they've been playing around with for the last decade. But mm. um no they're definitely they're back they've been back on track for for a good few years now and and yeah, I mean I've read a couple of bits that they they kind of they have an idea of when they might pack up i guess um they don't really and you know it's i guess they're one of the older bands of this this new metal wave i guess um but I think they've probably still got at least two or three albums left in them um and I'm sure there'll be some some great songs amongst those as well,
0: absolutely um with like researching the book and stuff, I mean, your attention to details um, and I applaud you for that. But um when, you know, when you came across uh, like the Ned Myers, um demo and stuff, um, was that, was that something that you were aware of early on? Was that uh part of digging deep and discovering as much back catalog as you could?
1: Yeah, that, that EP I've, of- or demo tape i've been aware mm-hmm. of for years i mean i've always been a right. massive music collector um and yep. while i now do have my own house and i'm getting rid of a lot of my old cd collection i only literally only have vinyl now um but mm. the nader mayors mind tape was definitely uh and it remains a a grail for many music collectors there's occasionally Absolutely. one of the odd tape will, um become available but you're looking at paying a lot of money for something like that but yeah, yeah in terms of the actual music um i was aware of the demos um i love the 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 their take of blind on there before they of course went back in right. and pimped it up yeah. a bit and yeah. uh, and of course alive which was on the um take a look in the mirror album yeah. that was the very first demo of that was on that that as well and actually mm-hmm. i think it was last year or the year before a a record label um, or an official, uh, unofficial um, label. They actually repressed the Nader Mayor's mind on, on a CD, which I did buy. Oh, so really? at least I had, at least I had that um, to listen to as well, to sort of go back mm-hmm. and the recordings were sort of clear and stuff. But yeah, in terms of the, the releases like that, I've, I've been aware of them. And I mean, Korn, I think I mentioned to you before that father, the leader was the first album or heavy metal album I ever heard. So yeah, Corn have been, you know, one of my in my top three bands of all time yeah.
0: since I got yeah. into heavy
1: music. So yeah, I've always been somebody that whatever band I'm listening to, I'll go back and listen to everything I can find um, yeah, so from cool. those, so which cool. of course stems back to the the demo tapes and everything as well.
0: Yeah. I, I really love that Niedeme's mind. Um I can't believe I call it Needomai's I'm thinking of X Files for some stupid reason here. I'm just getting <laughs> right. getting the two mixed up. But um yeah that that demo, like their version of Blind on that just blew my brains out. I'm, I'm mm. almost partial to that more than the, um. I mean, I still love the obvious album version, but that version was a much more metal version. Uh, and I really, yeah, I really dug the direction they took with that. Absolutely. yeah. And of course, because of the the album track of that
1: song, it's been played to death for so many years now. I think that's perhaps why a few people will lean more towards the demo version because it's less showcased. Um, but yeah, that mm-hmm. was a it was a hell of a recording. And to think that that was, you know, one of the first songs the band wrote, um and how good how good a quality of a song that was even in those early days, it just shows, yeah. that there was always going to be uh, you know, a massive band whether it took them five years to, to get there or not, that the, the, mm. the, the talent was within that band from the very early days.
0: Yeah. Now, like researching um, for the book itself, did you find yourself in a position like, you know, obviously the pressure of writing about your favorite, you know, one of your favorite bands and their extensive catalog. Did you find you had to meticulously go through a vast amount of interviews, both on print and Uh, video to you know get necessary quotes and and the such for the book
1: yeah absolutely it's um I mean sitting here now I do think the book could have been better um but at the time yeah I mean obviously I wanted to get as much information make sure it was factual yeah um as you've as you've read the book you'll see that I've it's not just about the songs it's I've, I've kind of made a biography of it as well yeah, you talked about um, the
0: time period, which I really appreciated. Um, I, I I think honestly, again, yeah, you know, I applaud you, man. Sorry to interrupt, but you you uh yeah you, you went you went to town with it. You gave us a description of the songs from both a fan and a critical perspective, but you also gave us an insight into the period around those songs as about those well around those albums as well, which I really appreciated that.
1: Yeah, and that was the whole idea from the beginning. I wanted it because there isn't, uh, you know, an, an official Corn biography out there. Um, mm. That's that's what I wanted to do as well. Um, I did actually, <laughs> I did actually upset Corn's management with the book, which uh, has kind of limited my possibilities of anything else Corn related or any uh other bands that they represent as well but no for you know yeah it's it's uh, a lot of it was based on knowledge of following the band yeah. for so many years um but yeah the the research that's the wonder of the internet you can mm-hmm. dig the darkest depths of the web and you'll find little bits of information and and whatnot Absolutely. so yeah i tried to to make yeah. it as um, as thorough and as up-to-date at the time um, I think ironically Requiem was released about a week after the book came out in um in America. So the 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 publisher's title of every album, every song didn't prove to to be that. But you know, um That's all yeah, right. it was it was up to and including everything to the mm. Devil Went Down to Georgia uh cover that they released. Yeah. Uh, I think that was last year or uh, mm. 2020 now.
0: That's cool. Um I remember like last time I talked to you, man, you were saying about you were trying to reach out to Corn's representation and trying to get, you know, some sort of, you know, love or, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. converse with the band. I remember that very clearly. So it's kind of a bit unfortunate that they're sort of, you know, taking that action to be mad at you for, you know, for a crime of, well, I don't think there's any crime at all because you did the right thing and you tried to reach out and, show some respect and be respectful about what you did and and yeah. you've been it, respectful with the whole book.
1: It was yeah, it's, it's um I mean I know uh, Ray Luzier he reacted to a few posts positively um Good. about the book before it came Good. out um but it was actually because it got so much press on um blabbermouth, uh, loudwire, enemy it was their management that saw those posts um and they they actually got in touch with me and wanted to know, you know, about the book. Um, Mm. and they were, the, the, they was, I'm not going to name names. They was, they was happy with my responses. Yeah. Um, and, but obviously they didn't, they wasn't going to endorse it. I mean, as you know, unless there's an autobiography out there, most books these days are generally classed as unofficial. Um, but I don't think that, that doesn't make a difference as to the, no, the quality and the in- informative nature of the books um, not at and pretty...
0: cuz i mean it, at the end of the day like you know the fans the fans want to read um they want to re- read about the the artists they love and it looks like we've we'll be right back after this commercial break back yes <laughs> so, yeah, all good um, Quick little commercial break there But, um, yeah, so, I mean, look At the end of the day, you know th- There's many fan books out there About the artists that we love And, I mean, you know Just listening to you talk about the book there Just brought me to mind of One of my favourite books that I read uh, A while back about Perry Farrell From Jane's Addiction And okay, that yeah. was a you know, unofficial book and it was a great read. And I thought to myself, well, it's not coming straight from the horse's mouth, but it's coming from the next best place. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's really just, just a great way of reading about the artists that you love. And it, if anything, the positive of that is it makes you go back and listen to the music that you love. Yeah, so, absolutely.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, the, my, the choice of books that I've done, I've, um, I've always done them from the point of what I would like to read. Mm. so i'm not doing it to you know to make loads of money and whatnot i'm just putting the book out there and if somebody wants to pick it up and give it a read then you know um, happy days i mean I, yeah. i've been fortunate with the corn book especially that they've got a couple of really dedicated fan groups on facebook which I was able to share the book around and people was just ordering constantly pre-ordering, ordering ordering, even after it came out. Um, You're going to get a few people that kind of comment and say, well, if it's not endorsed by the band, then it's not going to be any good. So they don't bother reading it. But, you know, I'm just putting the books out there. If people want to read them, then yeah, go for it. Um, and I've had the same with the, the my next book. It's out in a few weeks, based on Tall again. There's been a few yes. people that you know that straight away they kind of shoot it down. Um, but you know that's up to yeah, it's public choice. It's you know you you buy what you want to buy, um, mm. read whatever, and um, well, yeah, it's it. it's just I'm doing it more for more for myself for the enjoyment of writing. Um, yeah, and that's that's got to be the the most important thing that any writer has to. To remember if you're doing it for money or whatever or for the wrong reasons then you know it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be uh, as fulfilling
0: no absolutely not and I, I like all that that's well said what you what you just said but um like for, for me like when what I enjoyed about reading the corn book in particular uh, was yeah exactly that like I'll say it again just your analogy and rundown of every song even the singles even the side project uh, or solo albums from the other members of the mm-hmm. band, you know, yeah. I enjoyed reading all that because it got me thinking about each song. And, you know, when you gave the breakdown of every song and every album, it got me thinking about all these tracks and about the lyric music and the melody. And I don't know, like I got nothing but praise for it. I think it's brilliant, you know, um, and I can't wait to read the toolbook. book. So. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's it's going to be a similar, same thing, every album, every song. Um, also, yeah. of course, with uh, with these kind of books, you get given a minimum word count. So you have to, to reach that target. So that's why it's always easier, I guess, to, to include yeah. other things as well. So I mean, like the tool book that's coming up, as well as discussing the albums and the songs, I go into, uh, again, the, the band's m- multiple side projects. Um, most people seem to Obviously, they know that uh, Maynard's done a perfect circle and Pussifer, <clears throat> mm. but the other members have done loads of side projects as well. I mean, one of my favourites, uh, Danny Carey, the drummer, he was in a, uh, a project called Legend of the Seagullman,
0: which oh, is wow. um, I didn't know with that.
1: with one of the guys from Mastodon. Um, it's, a, it's a it's a very it's very much a it's a metal album, but it's kind of focusing on on um, aquatic themes and aquatic mm. legend and stuff like that. Um, so all that kind of things in there and then um, other band biographies of those influenced by Tool. Um, and so the Korn one was similar in that sense. Like you said, I wanted to touch on all the side projects. I love Head's work with Love and Death. Uh, Jonathan yep. Davis's solo album uh, was yep. great. Fieldy's solo projects, less, I suppose. Fieldy's Dreams <laughs> especially was uh, was dire. I think it was um, yeah. uh,
0: it was definitely a dream that's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much or maybe a nightmare yeah. in the end. But yeah, um, yeah. no that's you know it's yeah that's to try and make the book I guess as as all-encompassing as possible and have as much information related to the mm-hmm. band and the members uh, as possible.
0: Yeah. And like uh with the Toolbook, um you you've mentioned a, a few interesting parts of that um what are you most looking forward to? to for people to read about in this tool book
1: uh i mean again with tool like corn there's a couple of really dedicated fan groups on facebook and tool fans they know their stuff they are they're a rapid rabid fan base um they actually i think they've kind of given themselves a bad name a lot of people have said that tool fans are kind of the worst for for critiquing and you know points of view and stuff like that but uh no, I mean, again, I was actually asked by my publisher to do the tool book. There wasn't really a band that I had in mind at the time, but because the Sonic Bond, um, they're, they're branching out more now, but they traditionally cater for prog groups. Whether it's prog from the seventies, eighties, they actually asked me to cover tool, um, but I'm kind of glad wow. they did because I went back through and you know listened to every single album. I mean, Onimus, one of my favorite albums of all time, anyway. But um, I actually went back and listen to every single song methodically you know making notes and um and obviously then reading up about how the how the songwriting process for tool goes i mean danny Carey, adam jones and justin chancellor so they basically sit in the studio together for for weeks if not months on end writing the songs and it's only when they have the 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 nucleus of those songs written is when Maynard comes in and adds his lyrics to them he bases his lyrics on how the music you know sort of sounds and feels to him <clears throat> and um and yeah again going back and then finding some songs they're not really a band known for their b-sides they tend to whatever you get on the albums is generally all they record uh during those sessions but I mean Probably one of the most interesting aspects I found. There's a song on the um, on YouTube. You can hear a rough version of a collaboration they did with Rage Against the Machine, which was due to be included on the Judgment Night soundtrack back in uh, 1993, I think it was. But uh...
0: yes, so we were talking about. The rage Tall and collaboration,
1: yeah. Wow, so, I didn't even um, know about this. Yeah, if, so that, you, that
0: soundtrack's you, killer.
1: Yeah, it's easily you can find it on YouTube under the title "Revolution." Right. Um, so yeah, basically, I believe from what the uh, Happy Walters, who was the the producer of the the uh, soundtrack, he uh, seemed to uh, insinuate that Tall were the ones that held up the recording and never basically got their parts polished and finished at the end and that was what led to it being left off the soundtrack. But you can hear, there was some promise in the, in the demo that is on, on there. So, uh, yeah, songs like that, that's a, that's definitely, um, one of the most interesting bits that I found that I wasn't aware of until I was, uh, writing the book.
0: I might, uh, I might chuck a couple of links up on the, uh, on the episode description about that song and also, um, uh the corn demo of blind as well. Mm, and uh, yeah. that way people can have a listener to two incredibly interesting tracks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like with, with tool also uh, writing that book also, you know, one of the aspects that a lot of people, you know, glow about um, in is the production. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, do you, do you find um, yourself covering a lot of that in the book as well?
1: uh yeah there's yes a lot of the studio work that went on i was i did try and get because um i'd, I'd spoken to him a few times before was um the producer of the onomer album um yep. uh, oh, i forgot his name off the top of my head now <laughs> I, i've, I've um, got his
0: name in my brain but i can't get it out of my mouth at the moment <laughs> it's, yeah uh, he pr- he yeah.
1: produced he produced a couple of the tall albums uh up until Ten Thousand
0: days um, I think I he did was... a Silverchair album, didn't
1: he? Possibly, he's done a lot of Grammy Award. I'm t- I'm trying to think now because because I, I haven't got my CD collection in front of me. No, no you're all
0: right.
1: Um, I know exactly who he is because it, it was for a different book that I spoke to him before. Before, um, but basically, yeah, yeah, I was trying to get him involved in the book, but unfortunately, he couldn't. Um, he couldn't uh, find the time to to talk for that. But uh, yeah, there's obviously, a lot of the studio stuff, David. Um, that's the one, yes, David Bottrell, yes. yes. Um, I did speak to him and he was he was unable to to contribute anything to the book. But, uh, yeah, so in terms of, as I mentioned before, the, the the recording process for Tool and the writing process is so long, hence why, I mean, obviously, uh, Fear Inoculum was like 13 and a half, 14 years coming out. I know the band had issues in between with, I mean, I think they've had more lawsuits than, I don't know, a you know, any franchise in the history of... Of business and stuff they've had they've really? been unfortunate with that kind of thing um wow. but no I mean yeah any time a tall album comes along there is a huge um just everyone involved from the artwork to the songs to the packaging you know uh, the, the the box set they recently released for fear inoculum the special there's sort of it's a five uh five vinyl box set with etched Uh, b-sides on every single one the packaging is phenomenal the money they charge for these things is phenomenal but a lot of thought goes into their um their work of every aspect to make it such a an enjoyable thing for the fans and um yeah i'll try and touch on a bit of everything in there i mean i I, one of mine i still cannot get my head around it i've never been particularly uh good at uh, maths but talking about the actual title track from lateralis which you know was uh, supposedly based around the uh, Fibonacci sequence. is just mind-boggling how they, they believe they sort of come across it by mistake. They actually wrote the song and then realised it was related to the Fibonacci sequence. Um, but things like that are very interesting. Wow. Um, some of the song Rosetta Stone was one supposedly about uh, meeting a, an alien while high on acid and things like that. <laughs> it's, um, there's a lot of interesting stories in there. Uh, which people will find um, worth a read for sure, yeah. If they decide yeah. to pick up a book,
0: that's interesting, man. I, I really, I love that. That that's got me all kinds of curious now because, I mean, people like myself. I mean, I, I love you know diving into you know the depth of the music. But uh, wait, the songs there. I honestly did not consider any of that train of thought and mm. that that that's going to entice me to want to go back and listen to those tracks once again just for that reason because um, yeah. i find that incredibly interesting
1: yeah and it's the hidden meanings that maynard was always putting in his lyrics as well i mean my favorite song of all has always been stink fist uh, yeah, which lyric lyrically um for all intents and purposes relates to anal fisting <laughs> uh, but if you really if you really dig into the lyrics um and sort of you know see where he's coming from, there's actually hidden yeah. meaning's more about, you know, it's more about being open opening yourself up to to feelings and thoughts and you know, um more in terms of relationships and things like that. It's it's not just about sticking your hand up someone's backside, it's actually about yeah. opening yourself up to uh, and it's it's fascinating really I'm I've, the books yeah. are on the way to me apparently they have been printed oh, cool. they've, all been, they've all been sent off to their distribution places so I'm waiting to get my copies Oh, that's um, exciting! it's quite funny the amount of time things I write sometimes I can't yeah. really remember what I have done so I need it in front of me sometimes <laughs> to to go back but uh, yeah there's a lot of very interesting stories like I said because Tall have such a big fan base a lot of people will already kind of have an idea about them, but yeah, hopefully someone, if someone picks up a copy, they'll, they'll read some stuff that they, uh, they wasn't familiar with and
0: will find it as interesting as I did writing it. That's awesome, man. I'm, 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 really looking forward to it. And I'm sure many will be looking forward to it as well. Cause yeah, I mean, everyone's got a soft spot for tool, you know, they yeah. can't deny it, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, that's exciting, man. I, I'm really happy for you, man. I'm really, really happy for you. You've, you've worked hard on these books, Um, You put a lot of attention to detail in these books. You know, it's no easy task, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I've kind of, I'm going to slow down now briefly because I've actually got another one out in October on Faith No More.
0: Yes. I'm looking forward to that.
1: So so that's done as well. But I have literally Mm. gone from one book to the next. I'll get my, I'll get my copies come through. I'll look at it. Yep, that's cool. I'll put it down and that'll be, move on to the next one. But I have kind of think I've gone in, so much so much uh full forced that i'm uh the idea i have for my next book i'm going to take a lot longer on it um pace myself a bit and then um see what comes of that one because uh potentially this one's going to require me looking for a different publisher this is a different completely different kind of book to to the ones i've written so far but uh, still music based but um it's going to be a different kind so yeah the we're going to slow down for a bit now uh take stock of what we've done a little bit and then um but still keep pushing forward
0: that's great man congratulations man i'm really really honestly really excited for you i'm really really you know proud of you man um you've yeah you've definitely done something amazing for for music lovers worldwide man so keep keep up the awesome work
1: yeah thanks man mate you never know i might even be able to rope someone into doing a, a heavy metal comic another heavy metal comic maybe a <laughs> yeah. one based on one of the books
0: could be a good idea. Is mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take the maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you never yeah. Know. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Um. Just uh. Just quickly. Uh. Also. Um. Just very off topic. Um. How are you okay for you right now? Like are things are things sort of, you know. Uh. We we only see so much on the news and everything, but from your. Yeah. You know, living there. Uh, are things back to a relative kind of normal? Um, uh, Virus-wise,
1: I mean, there's still, uh, if you look at the news, it's not as widely reported, but we're still, you know, over a million people a day are still getting COVID. However, yeah. um, basically, we've all been just left to get on with it. And I think the, the problem with, and you may have seen this over in Australia as well and people in Absolutely. America. When it was in the media constantly, that fear factor, I think, made it worse for everyone. Um, mm. I think once the media kind of calmed down, we was left to our own devices. We was left to decide whether we wanted to wear a mask or not. The the, the fear of catching it, I guess, kind of went away. And mm. I think even though, like I said, there's over a million cases a day, it's the worry's not there anymore. Um, yeah. Instead, we had been um again as a lot of places in the world is, uh the, the cost of living has just rocketed. I mean, I said a little while ago that I've been living my bought my first house a few months ago. Um and while we're in a decent position with the money we have, the cost of living is just crazy now. I mean fuel, um I don't know how it sort of equates to in other countries, but fuel over here is two pounds a litre now. Right, which is yeah. just I mean generally it used to be one Fifteen, one twenty, if that. Yeah. Um, uh, things could get better because our prime minister's resigned today. Bo, Boris. Oh, really? Bojo. Yeah, he's decided to resign. Uh, basically, he was—he's been a dead man walking for a long while. And uh, yeah, sure. After after having forty plus members of his team resign in the last two days, he's he's going as well today. But no, I mean, yeah, I'm not a massively political person. Um, I had the vaccines in terms of COVID. I think we just we're left to just get on and try and live the best we can these days. It's uh, it's still a nice world out there. Most yeah, of, most of the areas. Um and what you know you're in Australia, we're in I'm in England here. There's a, there's a lot worse places we could be right now.
0: Oh, 100% mate, 100%. And are you, are you actively trying to go to concerts again?
1: um i i went to see tool actually in may that's the first gig i've been to since before the pandemic yeah so a lot of tours are still rolling now you're not really getting the cancellations like there was last year i'll still yeah. read up there's there's still the odd shows that perhaps get canceled because one of the touring parties tested positive or whatever Yeah. um but no at the minute basically because because um you know with the house and everything we're Looking after our money a bit better. Yep. Still able to buy, add to my vinyl collection when I can. But yeah, nice. uh, no gig, gig gig wise at the minute because of where I live as well. We're kind of in the middle of the country, so we're a bit further away from the bigger cities, which is where the the best gigs happen. So
0: yeah. So you you live in serenity. Yeah, you know, I yeah, live in, yeah, I live
1: in the sort of the east of the country. So we're a little bit from London, a little bit from Birmingham, nice. uh, Manchester. So, yeah, a bit of a travel if we decide we want to yeah. go to gigs. So but it's all good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, nice, man. Um, but the serenity and the fresh air and stuff must be, yeah, just to die for anyway. We're
1: not particular. Uh, there's a little bit of countryside, a little bit out of the town where we are. Actually, at the yeah. weekend, me and my girlfriend were going away for a few days up to. Uh, the Yorkshire Dales, which is that oh. is uh, one of the the most beautiful parts of the country. So it's going to be very hot, unfortunately. I'm not one for for heat, but um, yeah. no, the countryside up there that is the, the 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 peak of England, which is in in my mind anyway.
0: I'll only enjoy yourself, my friend. Um, I won't hold you up any longer, mate. Uh, let you get back to your well earned vacation and. Um... <laughs> mate congratulations once again on all your success with the the corn book and of course um looking forward to the upcoming tool book very very eager to read your your uh, take on the faith no more catalog as well
1: yeah awesome man well thanks uh, appreciate you having me on as usual and uh, absolutely yeah, let's do it again another time
0: Hundred percent, man, and uh, we'll put the links to your uh, to where people can get your books uh, on the description in this episode.
1: Awesome, man. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Matt. Cheers. Bye. Right. And that concludes my chat with Matt Carp. Huge thanks to Matt for taking the time from his vacation to uh, have a little chin wag with me, uh, all the way from the UK here on Happy Days. It's always a great pleasure to speak to friends from overseas and uh, you know, get up to date there. It was nice to get a little update on how things are in the UK as well. Interesting stuff. Uh, thanks also to you, all of you awesome people for tuning in and listening to Happy Days. If you've got friends that enjoy listening to podcasts, do me a favor. Tell them all about this show. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, on whatever podcast platform that you listen to your podcasts on, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, whatever, um do me a favor and hit that subscribe button just so that uh, more people can find us and uh yeah just i don't know just shows me a little bit that you care as well you know um and uh i really appreciate it i do value the support as i say week in week out i'm not here for you know the sole purpose of getting thousands of followers or being the coolest kid on the block or anything like that i just want to inspire people and make people happy so If we can do that together by doing little things like sharing uh, the posts, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, about every episode, then uh, we're kicking goals together. Not just me, you and me. This is a team effort. So let's keep it up, shall we? Uh, Thanks again to Matt. Thanks again to all of you for listening. And uh, go check out Freak Productions on the socials as well as the .com website. Uh, Support the cause. And uh, we've got some cool stuff on the horizon for you, more exciting guests. And uh, yeah, other than that, have yourselves an amazing week. You're all awesome, honestly, seriously. If you're listening to this, you're freaking awesome, okay? Because you're taking the time to listen to this podcast over all the plethora of podcasts that are out there. So good on you. You rock. Till next time, have a positive, a happy, and awesome week. My name's Jesse. You've been awesome. I'll see you next time. Take care. Stay happy.